Hello everyone, good to meet you again in Nyambung, a podcast program to get you clicked and connect with me, Dina Praptaraharja, and my co-host, Nadila Amani. It is indeed important, Ibu, uh, public health, and I agree that from my engagement as well with the public health communities, given my uh, interest as well in that area, I noticed Cuba is among the shining star there from where we can learn from. Yes, yes, that's true. And uh, at the moment, they, 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 they produce five vaccines. They produce five vaccines, uh, Soberana 1, Soberana 2, and Soberana Plus. For, this is for COVID. Yeah? I'm talking about vaccine for COVID. Uh, produced by Finlay Institute, and there are two other uh, vaccines produced by uh, CIBG. CIBG is a center of bioengineering uh, in, in, in Cuba. That is under BioCuba. They produce two vaccine, vaccine uh, Mambisa and vaccine Abdala. You know what? For vaccine Abdala, uh, the the efficacy is ninety two point twenty eight percent. So the standard is almost uh, uh, almost the same uh, level with Pfizer and also with Moderna. And I heard also the news that the other one, uh, the Sobrana two also reach uh, the efficacy of uh, 92. So this is a uh, very high and they really focus on doing the research on to get uh, getting the, the vaccine to respond with uh, COVID-19. And uh, some countries in uh, America Latin and also Vietnam uh, would like to buy the vaccine from uh, Cuba. Uh, at the moment, they are also uh, in the process of registering the vaccine in WHO. So hopefully, uh, we will see uh, that the, the vaccine of Cuba can be also uh, uh, used uh, through uh, WHO to uh, to give to other uh, developing countries. I heard that some of Latin American countries, like uh, from Venezuela, from Mexico, from Argentina, they already start to uh, uh, to order to order the vaccine from uh, Cuba. I'm trying. I'm trying to facilitate the uh, Cuban uh, biopharma with biopharma in Indonesia. We already did a virtual uh, meeting with the bio uh, with biopharma in Indonesia, and also I uh, was contacted by one institute in uh, Indonesia. I know that Indonesia now is uh, trying to have a, a vaccine Meraputi or vaccine uh, Nusantara. This is an opportunity, uh, I believe, for Indonesia to look at Cuban vaccine also. And uh, in the future, probably uh, we can do a kind of a joint production together, enjoy marketing, uh, especially to uh, developing countries like in Africa, in Asia. So Indonesia is not only the users or the consumption from other countries, but we can also do the production for the vaccine itself. Oh, okay, uh, Budiana. I find it really interesting now. Interesting now that you are talking about uh, how Cuba is now uh, produ- uh, producing vaccine uh, domestically. So uh, uh, it's uh, it makes me wanna ask uh, about how the COVID infection situation in Cuba, Ibu. Um, uh, how is Cuba handling? the COVID pandemic and 
do, do you think uh, that Indonesia can learn something from how Cuba handle the pandemic? Uh, well, uh, Cuba can maintain the cases of uh, COVID-19 through uh, uh, certain measures. Until now, actually, since uh, since January, since last year, actually, uh, they can maintain and they can uh, reduce the numbers of uh, uh, people who are uh, infected by uh, COVID-19. But uh, since uh, December, when they started to open, there are, there are some imported cases coming in. And uh, Cuba uh, now are still uh, closed um, for uh, the uh, 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 tourists coming to uh, Cuba. And uh, also the cases uh, lately is uh, quite uh, uh, increasing. Uh, so far, 245,000 uh, 245, uh, cases. But then uh, the 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 died or the death because of COVID is around uh, one thousand five hundred seventy nine, uh, and uh, of course um, compared in uh, other countries is uh, quite uh, quite small numbers. But still, Cuba should uh, maintain because the population of Cuba is only eleven point two million people. The other thing that uh, Cuba doing is until now there is still a curfew until nine o'clock and people still should wear the mask even though you walk alone you you drive in the car so you are still uh, 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 you are mandatory you are mandated to wear the mask and uh, also if you don't uh, wear the mask then uh, you have to to pay the the fine uh, the fine uh, around 1,000 uh, CUP, so it's around uh, 20 uh, US dollar, which is which is high for the Indonesian, uh, for the Cuban, uh, for the Cuban people. Uh, beside that, uh, of course, uh, through the vaccine, uh, Cuba now try to uh, control uh, uh, the the spread, the spread, and uh, until now. Uh, most people already uh, around more than 50% of the people already get the vaccination and the target until the end of the year they will give the vaccination to the, 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 the whole people and uh, for Abdallah uh, the vaccine is uh, done in uh, three doses and uh, not two doses like Pfizer and also uh, Moderna or uh, Sinovac but uh, it is uh, uh, three doses so uh, that's uh, uh, what the Cuban uh, are doing at the moment. And uh, for your information, also the uh, health uh, program here if you, for the Cuban people, if you are, uh, you are sick and you are hospitalized, everything is free. Everything is free for the hospitalization, for the medicine, it's all free. There are two things that uh, you have to know that for uh, this uh, small country, education is free even if you are going to take a master degree or PhD degree, it's free for the people of Cuban until a uh, uh, doctor degree, you want to be a professor, whatever, is a free, uh, 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 free uh, education. I mean, uh, you don't, the government doesn't charge anything and also for the health. For example, you get the operation, you want the medicine, you want the MRI, etc. It's free. Uh, they don't charge uh, the people. 
So that's why the life expectancy in Cuba is uh, very long. Uh, I noted that uh, from WHO, the data from UNDP also life expectancy in Cuba is uh, 79 years old. This is the data in 2019. And this is a kind uh, of uh, uh, surprising because uh, in United States, life expectancy is also 79 uh, years old. So almost similar with the life expectancy in a developed country. In Indonesia, life expectancy is uh, uh, 72 years old. So I think the contribution of the health system uh, is uh, uh, also uh, great and uh, big in uh, uh, helping the uh, people to live uh, longer. Okay, thank you, uh, Nadia. I'm going to invite my colleague, uh, Dr. Asep Saifuddin. Uh, Kang Asep, can you say something regarding the uh, health, maybe? Yeah. Morning, Bunana. Morning, Bunana. Salam kenal, Bapak. Good to yeah. see you. Good yeah, to good. see you, Bapak. Okay. Terima kasih Pak Asep sudah join. Thank you very much Pak Asep. Bu Dina is uh, Dr. Dina is uh, maybe you can introduce yourself also Bu Dina and also uh, Pak Asep can introduce uh, so we know each other now. Yeah. I introduce myself. Uh, I'm from Pertamina Bina Medica. It's one of the biggest uh, holding company uh mm. on enterprise. Uh, uh, you know about uh, the health, uh, especially for for the uh, state-owned enterprises. Uh, and under the Pertamina Bina Medica, we have uh, 72 hospitals mm -hmm. from state-owned enterprises. So, uh, in this time, maybe I want ask to my colleagues, uh, Ibu Nana. Bunana, maybe uh, I just want to a question. What can we imitate uh, from Cuba COVID-19 in particular and uh, in the management of health uh, in general? I think I get I, I get I get the point of uh, from Pak Asep. He was asking about the management of uh, COVID in Cuba. Is that correct, Pak Asep? Yes, that's correct. Then we then yes. and then we can. Yeah, imitated from Cuba uh, in the management of COVID-19. Yes, uh, in management of uh, COVID in Cuba, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, cases in Cuba since 2020 is uh, 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 around 245,000 people. 200, uh, well, I may say less than 250,000 cases. People who died is 1,579 people who died until the data until today, right? The data until today is only, well, I, I, don't, I don't want to say only, <laughs> it depends on how big is the population. So people who died because of COVID is 1,579 uh, people. Why only small? Can be small, can be big. It depends on how 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 you look at that. It depends on how big the society is. Cuba uh, imposed special measures, very strict measures. 
Until now, you have to have to wear masks in the street. Everywhere there is a police, and the police will remind you. You have to wear masks. Masks. Even you walk alone, even you you are in a, in in a car by yourself, you have to wear masks. I just came back from Miami, from United States. Everybody is already open the mask, especially in Florida, where the Republican is very strong there. And I'm afraid because I wear, and people will look at me. It's, it seems like I'm a stranger because I'm wearing a mask. So here, people still wear masks. There's still a curfew until nine o'clock, until nine to five. And then the third one, they limit limited the flight from uh, international flights. So it's very hard to go out, very hard to get in also to Cuba during this time, because they experience imported cases, especially in January after Christmas. During the Christmas, because zero cases, they started to open the international flights and people came in. The Cuban American, they, they wanted to celebrate Christmas here. So then it started to rise the, the cases of COVID again. So now they limited, very restricted for the international flights to come in. No foreigners come in. No, 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 very, it's only a humanitarian flight. They call it humanitarian flight. They can, they can be allowed. Meaning if they want to see the family or, or things, so very limited. The other thing, if you go out, of course, you have to get, to get the PCR test. When you arrive at the airport, you get a, the other PCR test and you have to stay in the hotel. And then if you are positive, the result from the, result from, uh, the PCR test at the airport, automatically the ambulance will come to your place and take you to the hospital automatically. So when you are positive, you cannot stay isolated at home because at home you cannot guarantee that the people will not spread to the member of family. It's a matter of discipline, it's a matter of building habit, habit, habitual practice for the people. Because if they, you don't do that, if the government don't do that, People they still relax, you know, oh, no symptom, nothing. So you just can get out and then all those things. So uh, it's very hard here. Once you get uh, positive, even there's no symptom, ambulance will come to your house. So in every society, there's always a watch. There's always a watcher that uh, see whether you are having a, a, a and they will, they will also uh, 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 in, inform you if there is uh, uh, cases in a certain area. And then they will come automatically to your house to, to get disinfected, disinfectant, yeah? Disinfectant, and then also uh, check uh, everybody's. Uh, and then uh, the public health is also assisted by the students. The students every week they go to every door. They knock the door and check. Check the health of the public. So in the community, they have a kind of a doctor, doctor in the community that live there. It is given, it is assigned by the government to live and the government provide the house, the 
government provide everything for the doctor to stay say in airway misalnya and every week they will check door by door and they get the data so that is a preventive measures preventive measures is very important in a small country like this think preventive measures should be also imposed in Indonesia because we have a big population so to control the population uh, covid spread we have to do a kind of a discipline and also strict measures that's that's the thing maybe that i can share yeah so in the havana implemented the lockdown policy ibu nana yes yes lockdown policy also Yeah. Also. But now it's uh, already open. When I arrive here in December, it's still lockdown. It's so quiet, empty, nothing. Uh, so I feel so lonely. <laughs> But my friends is always uh, together with me. Uh, my husband is here at the time. Now uh, he left to go back to Jakarta. But now uh, it's already starting to open. The restaurant also already uh, open, but only uh, to go for takeaway. You cannot dine in. Yeah. So almost the same like in Indonesia. But the problem is here, people are more disciplined and they are afraid. They more they more disciplined, I say, because they they get used like uh, they queuing up to buy things to buy food. In the heat, in the sun, old people two hours waiting to enter the supermarket, and once they arrive in the inside, the food are gone. They have to go home. So it's just a, a, a normal situation here. Yeah, I think the law enforcement, yeah, <laughs> is enforcement, law enforcement, and also a strict enforcement. A, a police is everywhere here. And they remind you where where the mask. Thank you, Ibu Nana. Thank you, Budina. Thank you, Pasef. Thank you so much for your support once again. Our podcast is available at YouTube and Spotify at Nyambung with Dina Proptora Harja. Uh, make sure to send us uh, your questions or your thoughts uh, through YouTube comment section. And if you enjoy the episode, don't forget to like, share the link to your community, and subscribe so you make sure you don't miss our contents because we post every week.